0: What's happening, everybody? On today's show, Brad Nessler of CBS Sports is going to join us. We'll discuss his offseason as he prepares for another year in the booth alongside Gary Danielson calling the SEC on CBS. Also, we'll go around the conference as we catch you up on the latest between uh, Stoops versus Calipari at Kentucky, and he updates in the quarterback battles at Ole Miss and Auburn, Georgia with a key wide receiver injured, and it was a busy recruiting weekend once again across the SEC. Locked on SEC starts right now. You are Locked On SEC, your daily podcast on the Southeastern Conference. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Yeah, what's happening, everybody? Welcome to Locked on SEC. It's great to have you guys along. We'd like to thank LinkedIn Jobs for being the official college football recruiting sponsor across the Locked on College Network. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com. Slash Locked on College. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Chris Gordy. Thank you guys for making Locked on SEC your first listen every day. Remember, Locked on SEC is free and available on all platforms, including YouTube and at lockedonsec.com. Let's go around the conference. Boots
1: out to the right. Makes the Throws.
0: Hands what a catch. Around the conference. And coming out of the weekend, one of the big topics in college football still was the feud between John Calipari and Kentucky head coach Mark Stoops. On uh, following Saturday's scrimmage, Mark Stoops was asked about the Twitter exchange he had uh, following Calipari's public comment saying Kentucky is still a basketball school. Stoop said, I don't care about anyone's program. I stay in my lane. But when you start talking about mine and people I compete against, I'm going to defend my players. Don't demean and distract from what we've done to get to this point. He went on to say that his program wasn't born on third base and noted how many people have been involved in elevating Kentucky to its current status over the years in football. Uh, even now, it seems uh, Coach Cal backing off his original stance, saying publicly, I said the wrong thing. Mark and I will be fine. We'll get back and talk about it. I'm not real smart. and Sometimes it doesn't come out the right way. That's my Italian in me, but we'll be fine. So we will see what happens with uh, that there. But Mitch Barnhart over at Kentucky made some headlines as well, kind of saying nobody's getting a new practice facility in more words than one. And so will that make Calipari unhappy? Will that make Stoops unhappy? I don't know. We'll see. But the drama will continue over at Kentucky. Meanwhile, uh, Kentucky did hold their first fall scrimmage on Saturday, and they got a healthy number of players returning. Will Levis, Chris Rodriguez, Jacquez Jones, DeAndre Square, some big stars, and Mark Stoops noted there have been no uh, major, only minor injuries that tested some of their position depth, and so uh, good news there coming out of the weekend for Kentucky. Not such great news over at Georgia as their offense – Lost a veteran playmaker following an ankle injury this past week in practice. Third-year wide receiver Arian Smith will need surgery to repair the injury and will miss at least the rest of fall camp and likely some time into the regular season. That's according to Seth Emerson of The Athletic. Smith has missed time in the last two seasons. Has five catches in his career for 188 yards. Some of his highlights last year, 35-yard touchdown uh, ca- catch against Missouri couple catches against UAB, a 61-yarder for a touchdown. Uh, he's been a big thre- big play threat for the Bulldogs. Goes back to 2020 where he made his first career catch. He's also a track athlete. Kirby Smart confirmed the reports. Aaron Smith dealing with that injury. He said, look, the poor kid can't catch a break. He's had an injury like right when he first got here, jumping in a long jump pit. Then he had another injury his sophomore year. He's worked hard to get back. He gave up track this year and uh, he gave that up so he could have a successful football season. A tough ankle sprain, a high ankle sprain. I don't know how long it's gonna take. It's going to require surgery, but the good news is it's not broken. Hoping to get him back. Uh, Again, Smith will miss the rest of fall camp, possibly into the season. We just don't know how long. Kirby Smart also talking a little bit about his team, saying that the freshman running backs, he said, we got two young guys that are very different they're a little heavier, thicker. I thought both those guys had a good scrimmage when they need to be, uh, where they need to be in pass protection. They're not there yet, but they are hard to tackle. Meanwhile, over at Ole Miss, they have their quarterback battle still going on between Jackson Dart and Luke Altmeyer. And over the weekend, Lane Kiffin talking with the media following Saturday's scrimmage said wasn't all that impressed with both of them. He said both of the top guys took too many sacks during the non-contact scrimmage and did not play very well overall. He said, I thought uh, Dart and Altmyer didn't play great, took too many sacks, even though we're not hitting them. They would have been sacks. He did, however, seem to be impressed with Kincaid Dent. He said, we play a little game in the quarterback room predicting the MVPs for the day, and I try to guess them. I would like to go on a record, say that I picked Kincaid to be the MVP today. They may have, that, uh, they may have had something to do with the play calling down there to get him some extra touchdown passes to win that bet. But he did a good job, made a lot of plays. So, still no clarity yet on will it be Luke Meyer, will it be Jackson Dart. A lot of people just think Dart with his talent and his experience coming over from USC that he's going to be the guy, but still don't know yet at Ole Miss. And uh, after Saturday's scrimmage, Lake Kiffin also talked about the putter they found, Charlie Pollock. He said they found him at, quote, a keg party or something. He said he didn't know a lot about him. They found him at a frat house the coaches said hey someone go find a punter around campus and we found one that actually used to punt in division one so you never know uh, pollock previously punted at nevada so don't know how true that story is but pretty funny if it is meanwhile over at alabama nick saban and their group uh, they had just two of their top 10 pass catchers from 2021 available in saturday scrimmage so that means a lot of the young guys having a chance to step up. Nick Saban talking to reporters after the after the scrimmage said that Kobe Prentice was a standout among the young wideouts. So he made some really good plays there. He dropped some balls. I think Kobe Prentice, I think he had like five catches. He was probably the guy that stood out most among the young players. He was a four-star recruit, number 78 overall prospect in 2022. Said each and every day there's a different guy that shows that they have some ability to do some things in a really positive way. Meanwhile, over at Arkansas, K.J. Jefferson expected to get better this season, according to a report from On3Sports. Arkansas could use Malik Hornsby as both a wide receiver and quarterback this season to go with K.J. Jefferson. Uh, K.J. talking about Hornsby. So just the athleticism that he has and brings to the table. When two quarterbacks are on the field, you don't know what's going on. You don't know who's going to have the ball. Just being able to create chaos for the defensive side of the ball, and having a guy like Malik with his athleticism, being able to hand him the ball, he will stretch the defense. We like it. So, look, not every quarterback likes sharing the field with another quarterback, but A.J. Jefferson seems to be a fan of it. Meanwhile, over at Auburn, their quarterback battle continues on. Is it going to be T.J. Finley, Zach Calzada, or somebody else? Brian Harson commented on the battle this week saying Calzada was solid after he threw a touchdown pass in their scrimmage, but was also very complimentary of T.J. Finley. Finley was the leader of a 14-play drive that showed how uh, in control of the offense he was. Harson said, quote, he understands what we're trying to accomplish. He conceptually picks things up very quickly, listens to the details and all the little nuances of the plays, what everybody's supposed to be doing. If there's a coaching point made, not just for him, but for everybody, he'll remember that coaching point, be able to echo it whenever it comes up and reminds the guys. So, again, still no clarity there. Finley, Calzada, who's going to win the Auburn job? Over in South Carolina, Spencer Rattler not getting some shine. It's the other guy getting some shine. Luke Doty. Shane Beamer praising the uh backup quarterback, presumably And Doty, saying, I'm so impressed with Luke Doty right now. Uh maybe trying to send a message to Spencer Rattler. Hey, work a little harder, do a little bit better. I'm gonna praise Luke Doty. Uh Beamer was complimentary of Doty saying, look, he stayed here, he's made Spencer better. He's made himself better, and it's showing right now. So excited about all of our quarterbacks, but really proud of what Luke has been doing. So, unlike Spencer Rattler's in jeopardy of losing his job, but maybe trying to send him a message there. Meanwhile, over at Missouri, Eli Drinkwitz talking a little bit about uh, his group of running backs and some of the young guys that need to step up. He said, I've been really proud of Cody Schrader. He's been our most consistent running back so far in camp. He is a transfer from Truman State was a unanimous GLVC Offensive Player of the Year first team selection. Just a couple weeks from the Alabama-Texas game, and bad news over in Austin as Sajai Hall, the former Alabama wide receiver, has been suspended indefinitely after an arrest on Thursday by university police. Uh, Details emerged that uh, reportedly he caused damage uh, to a $600 vehicle boot, so you assume his Car probably got a boot on it and was going to be towed or whatever. So he's indefinitely suspended. We'll see when he is reinstated and if he'll be back for that uh, game against Alabama, which is coming up in just a couple of weeks. And lastly, over at Tennessee, Jalen Hyatt, not mincing words about Tennessee, Tennessee's offense this year. The Vols wide receiver talking with reporters said, I hadn't thought about any transfer things or anything like that because I could tell what we can do in this offense. This offense is going to be the best in the country. I can tell you that right now. That's why I didn't want to leave it all. I love these guys. So we will see uh, Jalen Hyatt be a big piece of this high-flying offense and if Tennessee will have the best offense in the country. In recruiting news, it was a very busy recruiting weekend. We start over at Florida as Will Norman committed to Billy Napier, four-star offensive lineman out of IMG Academy, 6'5", uh, 290 pounds, number 21 defensive lineman in this group. Then they got Cameron James, a four star 2023 defensive lineman out of the Orlando area. Staying home, he's the number 28 defensive lineman in this class. And then Kelby Collins, another four star defensive lineman out of Gardendale. He picked up a, a ton of different offers. Six foot five, 280 pounds. He's the number six defensive lineman in this group. All three of those guys going to Florida uh, this past weekend. So man, that is uh, three monster pickups on the D line for Billy Napier's group. Meanwhile, over at Alabama, Nick Saban picked up a 2023 offensive lineman named Raymond Polito, six foot six, three hundred forty-five pounds. He's a three-star, uh, number thirty-nine offensive tackle in this group. Over at LSU, Kylan Jackson staying home. Blue chip safety out of the Zachary area in Louisiana. Four-star recruit. Had a ton of offers. Six-foot-one, 195 pounds. rated the number 10 safety in this class. And now gives LSU their 20th commitment for this group. Ranked number six in the nation. And over at Tennessee, or rather over at Mississippi State, dipping into Tennessee, Mike Leach is going to get his next uh, future quarterback in Chris Parson, the elite 11 quarterback out of the Tennessee area, made his announcement over the weekend on YouTube, six feet tall, 200 pounds, rated a four-star, the number 10 product out of Tennessee, number 19 quarterback in this class, going to Mike Leach's Mississippi State program, 15 commitments in this group for Mississippi State. And then lastly, the note for Tennessee, Ricky Gibson, a three-star cornerback out of the state of Alabama. He committed to Tennessee over the weekend. Number 43 corner in this class gives the Vols 20 recruits in this group. Uh, linebacker Brayshawn Littlejohn picked Mizzou over the weekend. Three-star prospect gives uh, Eli Drinkwitz 10 commitments in this group. And then lastly, Brian Harson picking up a 2023 cornerback in J.C. Hart staying home. Three star prospect, number 122 corner in the nation, number 45th ranked prospect from the state of Alabama. He is coming to uh, Auburn. So that gives Auburn seven commitments for 2023. And there you have it. That is the latest news going on around the conference. Tons of recruiting stuff to get to. Thank you guys again for making Locked On SEC your first listen every day. Coming up next, our conversation with Brad Nessler of CBS Sports. But first, want to remind you guys about our friends over at LinkedIn. As you gear up for the fall, you need the right people on your team, and that was going to help your small business fire on all cylinders. LinkedIn Jobs is here to make it easier to find the people you want to talk to faster and for free and create a free job post in minutes on LinkedIn Jobs to reach your network and beyond when the world's, largest professional network of over 810 million people. it got simple tools like screening questions make it easy for you to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn jobs helping you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. Every week, nearly 40 million job seekers are visiting LinkedIn Go post your job for free at LinkedIn.com slash locked on college. That's LinkedIn.com slash locked on college to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Always good to catch up with the man with the greatest pipes in all of sports broadcasting. They're great. Brad Nessler, how are you, sir?
1: I'm doing great. How about you?
0: We're doing good. It's a busy week. It's always fun to catch up with you here at SEC Media Days. I got to ask you this first because obviously the big news that we've all been tracking like the last year or two that the college football game's coming back. Have they reached out to you at all? <laughs> Is the voice going to come back?
1: I don't think so. I think yeah. I I think I had my 12 year run or however many years it was. I did that. I've had a lot of people ask me that though, and and uh, you know at the time, uh, you know it was all kind of by. NIL and all of that, thats that was the beginning of all of this. And, and it started with a basketball game. Dick Vitale and I were doing the basketball game, and Ed O'Bannon took offense you know, to the fact that that was pretty much Ed O'Bannon in, in the video. And it was. And uh, for the football games, you could tell who Tim Tebow was and you could tell who all the stars were. So um, I don't blame the guys for wanting a, a piece of that pie, and I, I think it's great that they're going to bring it back. I don't know in what uh, capacity or who they'll have do it, but... They, they are in for a lot of work because it was a lot of recording and a lot of hours and... I was compensated well, but, man, it got repetitive when you're doing the same exact play from every yard line (laughs) you could conceivably do and having to stitch it all together. But uh, the folks at EA Sports were good to me, and I I hope they find somebody good that uh, can take the spot.
0: I mean, that's literal. You're like first and ten from the one, first and ten from the two.
1: And you just keep going, and (laughs) the plays just kept getting bigger and bigger and bigger, and I would finally tell the producers, I said, listen, I can't do I can't do a 98 yard touchdown and then a 97 yard <laughs> touchdown I'm going to blow my pipes out you know so we had to kind of spread out the big plays and the little plays and and uh, it all worked out okay but uh, you know got down to it was just Kirk and I Lee was in the game for a while. Uh, I think we had Aaron Andrews I think, for a couple years uh, doing the sideline stuff and a lot of times we didn't even record it together and then uh, and then it got to we where Kirk and I would be in the same room at least at one point. Just because of something to do with unions or whatever, Kirk and Lee were actually in one room, and I was in a different room, and that wasn't considered recording together. So it got kind of strange. And we got to the last year, and they took about 5,000 pictures of Kirk and I in this this big cubicle that had cameras everywhere, and we were finally going to be in the game. Our, our faces were going to be in the game. And um, my mom was still alive at the time, and she was so excited. She was going to buy all the nephews a game so she could see what I looked like uh, in cartoon form. But we never got around to that. They canceled the game on us.
0: Well, it is funny that all these, you know, they call it all All these people on the Internet have created different things where they've, uh, you know, they've modified the game. And your voice lives on still in a lot of these games going yeah. on.
1: You know? Yeah, well, I still have a lot of kids that come up to me and, and they say, Mr. Nestler and da-da-da-da. They don't have any idea that I may be still doing football games at 3.30 on Saturday, but, man, they can wear those games out, you know. So either they'll say, my dad remembers uh, when you used to do games, or my grandfather, and I go, well, I'm still doing games. I just don't do them on video anymore. Uh, it feels like
0: Vern didn't leave the game that long ago, but then I look back, and, man, it's been a handful of years now you doing the CBS games what's what's it been like and what's this run been like uh being with with Gary
1: it's been great you know it's our second run together we've spent almost eight years together the first time Gary and I at ESPN and ABC and uh you know um I just texted Vern the other day his birthday was Sunday he was 82 and so I told him that I would have a I would a cocktail in his honor a little bit later that day because I knew he was watching golf and so was I so we keep in touch uh, he's proud of, uh, you know, what I've done, and we've always been really good friends. So I still call, make sure he and Nancy are doing okay, and uh, he checks in on us occasionally. Uh, once in a while he even shows up at a game or some function. So uh, it's great when he's around.
0: All right, favorite favorite uh, venue to call a game from?
1: Oh, boy, they're all great. I mean, they really are. I just, uh, you know, I don't mind doing games in Athens because I live in Georgia. That, that's, a, <laughs> that's a home game for me, and I can be home for dinner almost. Uh you know, Auburn and Alabama, either place. LSU at night, and good on the list. Um, you know, Arkansas is going to be more fun. Tennessee's relevant again. Uh, Florida will be crazy when they get it all straightened out. I don't have a – I guess I don't have a favorite, but I, I don't really have one where I go, oh, I don't want to go there. You know, every time we go to the Grove is cool. I mean, uh, every place we go, we have – a lot of fun, and uh, we f- we find something to do.
0: All right, let me phrase it this way: There's got to be a place when you see it coming up on the schedule, you go, "All right, Friday night, we know we're having dinner here."
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's true. There's a few of those. Sometimes I even like the things where, uh, usually for the uh, when we go down to Florida, uh, whatever game we might do earlier in the season, they kind of let us have the whole courtyard, and uh, we have this gigantic picnic, and we got our whole crew there, and so we have all eighty people together, and we're playing games and having a cigar or having a drink or making burgers and chicken, whatever. Uh, that's kind of fun for me. I like, I like the picnic atmosphere we have when we go down to Gainesville.
0: More with Brad Nestler in just a second, but I want to remind you guys about our friends over at built bar. If you have not tried the built bar puffs yet, you are depriving yourself of one of life's greatest joys. There's a new flavor out. If you haven't tried it yet, covered in chocolate, that's right. They've done it again. It's the Cookie Dough Chunk Puffs. Have a light and chewy texture, real cookie dough chunks, and of course covered in 100% real chocolate. All the joys of eating cookie dough without the hassle of making it, and it's healthy for you. Cookie Dough Chunk Puffs. Only 160 calories. Have a whopping 15 grams of protein packed in there. Run to Built.com right now. Go grab you a box. Again, healthy and tasty chocolate-covered cookie dough with a light, fluffy texture. So good. Go check them out. The Uh, New cookie dough chunk puff, whether you need a snack for your workout, a late-night treat, or just need to grab a quick bite, Bilt is the perfect protein bar, and they taste better than a candy bar. Ditch the calories, fat and sugar. Go grab yourself a Bilt bar. Go to Bilt.com right now. Use our promo code LOCKEDON15. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N-1-5. That's going to get you 15% off your order. Use our promo code LOCKEDON15. More over at Bilt.com. Let me just get a couple of football thoughts from you. Uh, I look around the conference this year. I was at the Manning Passing Academy a few weeks ago and talking with Will Levis and Hendon Hooker, a lot of these guys. It feels like this, this is going to be a really strong year for quarterbacks in the SEC. Is that what you see?
1: Yeah, I, I really do. I mean, you start with the Heisman Trophy winner and you go through a national championship uh, winning coat or quarterback. And, uh, you know, everybody else really in the conference, either through the portal, Transfers, that type of things, or kids that are just another year more experience feels that way. And I know I've I've been down. That's that's a really fun thing to go to. It's uh, not a lot of people get to do that. So uh, the academy is a good place to meet all those guys and get to know them on a personal level a little bit more. And. Archie
0: told me this year was a good one, and I saw some of the pictures. Yeah, Manning's just terrible people. So rude and just terrible (laughs) to work with. No, I kid. They're they're great. Um, But it it is uh, interesting, though, when we talk about the quarterbacks. We talk about Bryce Young and all these other guys. Why? Like, I've seen these preseason, you know, top five quarterback lists. Stetson Bennett is still not getting any credit.
1: What's the deal? It's unbelievable. I've been in the kid's corner for a year and a half or whatever he first started. Uh, His first go around as a starter and then getting hurt in the, I guess, was the Florida game that year. And, uh, and and then coming back and having the year he had last year, and nobody expected him to even be a starter. And uh, you can ask anybody around here. I, I put up and, and stood up for him for so long, and I'm so happy for him. It, it seems like he's in his 12th year right now. I know <laughs> that. But he's been around a while. But uh, efficiency-wise, I don't know anybody I'd rather have, to be honest with you. There's going to be guys that will have, you know, 5,000 passing yards maybe, like a Bryce Young or whatever. And uh, he's just never mentioned there. I guess it's because of his... NFL stock is non-existent, basically. I mean, the guy's going to be a doctor or a dentist or something. I'm, I'm sure somewhere down the line. But I had people asking me this year that really, you know, didn't pay that much attention to the SEC and said, "I don't get it. You know, why don't they talk about this kid?" And I said, "Because he's five eleven, and, and nobody nobody likes that." You know, I said if he was six three or six four, be a whole different story. But efficiency-wise, I'm not sure there's anybody I'd rather have than him
0: big picture. Um, Do you like where college football is trending with all the mixing up of conferences and all that, or is it just kind of, it is what it is?
1: I I guess it is what it is, you know. I I was talking to some people today and saying, you know, I used to do games 35 years ago and it's drastically changed. The game has changed. Uh, The fact that you didn't have to have a quarterback back in those days that was anything close to what we see now. Uh, you know, the seven-on-seven seven passing camps and the Manning Academy and all that kind of stuff has just it's changed the game, period. If you don't have an elite quarterback, you're probably not going to win. And, and now the transfer portal, NIL deals, uh, it's, uh, it's just like NFL free agency. So from the beginning of my career to what I see now, literally every morning I wake up and go, what's going to change today? And and it almost does that, you know, on a daily basis. So um, can't wait till tomorrow. As Joe Name would say, can't wait till tomorrow because I get better looking every day.
0: Yeah, they're going to go, Brad, we're going to you out to Washington and Oregon and yeah. then back to Auburn. I mean, oh, it's going to be, it's gonna I be did,
1: crazy. I did that back in the day. I did one whole Pac-12 season with Gary. And, oh, my God, so many red-eye flights. It was unbelievable. <laughs> and we would just get home and just get reacclimated, and we had to take off and go back out there. So... Uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's going to be different. That's for
0: sure. Last thing for you, what's a Brad Nestler off season like? Is it, is it on the fishing? Is it on the boat? Is it on the beach? Where, what are you doing? Yeah,
1: it's some of that. I got a, a, I have a lake house and, um, I spend quite a bit of time on the boat and I usually fish off the dock because everybody seems to come over to my dock to fish. So I thought, why do I even start the boat up? If, if they're casting underneath my dock, why can't I just fish right off my dock? Uh, took a few small trips, nothing big this year, just kind of weekend trips and went to Todd Blackledge's wedding, uh down in new orleans and i've got one more function to do next week with the rick flair roast up in nashville and then i will actually shave this thing off and i'll get down to football business <laughs> and i have to get down to business because i don't know half as much as the fans know about their teams right now but hopefully by saturday Every Saturday at three thirty, hopefully, on almost as much as they do.
0: Yeah, the transfer portal makes you have to—you got to you gotta
1: stay on your toes. Right? I got to start all over. It just—I no, I might as well not look at any notes from last yeah. year because I don't know who's. I think there's like forty-seven percent of the quarterbacks that are going to start in Power Five this year are transferred from somewhere else. <laughs> so I'll just look at old tape when they, and they're in a different uniform.
0: Yeah, you're like, wait, Jermaine Burton? When did he get to Alabama? <laughs> you know? So the great—he'll be a good one there too. <laughs> the great Brad Nessler. Thanks so much for the time. Good man. to see, you, man. All right, thank you. Thanks. There you have it. That is our uh, interview with Brad Nessler. Appreciate him uh, catching up with us from uh, SEC Media Days, but uh, kind of looking ahead to this season. Of course, like he said, he's got to start diving into his homework and doing all his uh, research on where guys are now because the transfer portal has certainly changed the game, even for broadcasters trying to prepare for their shows and figure out who's where and all that kind of stuff. All right, that is going to do it for this edition of Locked On SEC. Again, thank you guys for making us your first listen every day. Now you go make your second listen. Check out some of our other great podcasts all along the Locked On Podcast Network. What's your favorite school? Ole Miss? We got locked on Ole Miss. We got locked on Razorbacks. We got locked on uh, LSU. Just about every school you're looking for, we got you covered wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Chris Gordy. Thank you guys so much, again, for listening and subscribing. Check us out on YouTube if you haven't done so yet. We'll be back tomorrow as we are here five days a week getting you ready for the start of another SEC football season. We'll talk to you guys tomorrow.